Bludgeon, Lemon Tea, and Nightworks. Gross. Looks oh, good. and aloe. Lotion? Mm-mm. Help out with your digestive system. Mm, mine's good. Sure. I proved it before I got here. Sure it is. <laughs> she floats. <laughs> got acid reflex? Nope. Interdression? Nope. Heartburn? Nope. Clay? All no, that, I don't. All that foolishness that you eat? What about your heart lately? Oh, that's fine. Did they shock it? Get the old reset. What'd they do? Nothing. Oh, it just fixed itself? I woke itself? up and I was like, yeah. And it hasn't done it? Nope. Good. I'm back. <laughs> no, no more. Dude, that's so weird. Tissue in there. What? I thought you were gonna do a buck snort on your laptop. Tissue oh no, it's good. It's it's clear. <laughs> tissue in there. It's clear. Have to use a sleeve. <laughs> Ain't got no sleeves, bro. <laughs> Uh, all right. You ready? Yep. Who I like when I go blind. What? Go blind. Go blind? We're going in blind. Well, I am. You probably already know. Oh, I don't know anything. Um, I like when I'm going blind. Yeah. All right. This podcast is brought to you by Rise Nutrition, your local healthy hangout serving delicious meal replacement shakes and energizing teas. Located at 5569 Northwest Berry Road in Kansas City, Missouri. Stop by today at Rise Nutrition. I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsomer. Walk around smelling like a come up in the answer for her problems, but I'm not him. I don't mind it though. You don't like me how you think you do. I like it though. I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsomer. Hello, gentlemen. What up? What up? What up? What up? What up? What up, dreamers and dreamettes? Hello. Hi. What up? You be on that good, good. Hey, it never gets old, man. I just like that drop. I know I'm fine. Ooh, I love it. But the money makes me handsome. All right, you guys do it. So what are we doing? Listen, I don't. Uh huh. Just hanging, dude. Got that aloe. All day. It is good. Hey, the Mandarin is fire. That's what I'm drinking today. What's that one? It's just called Mandarin? Yep. <clears throat> just a Mandarin tea? Uh, Mandarin aloe. Oh. Mandarin aloe. Mm-hmm. Just got it back today. And then you added in the other stuff? Yeah. The good, good. Mm. What's Jealous. the collagen? Yeah, that's to helps out with that hair, skin, and the nails. Just that good stuff. Pat used to bring, bring me drinks, but. Bring you drinks. I guess I got we off, we off the soda train, man. Bro, you want me to start bringing some? Yeah. I start bringing tea. Every hey, day. Ma- I got to do mom said, mom said we should get a fridge down here. Well, we need to get this, the new got pod. A fridge upstairs. We need to get the new pod room hopping, man. Let's hop it. And then uh, get the fridge in there. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll be all set up. Uh, what you call but, it? You got to bring water. That's all you got to bring. No, we got our snack basket. Yeah, that snack basket ain't on my level anymore. It's it's looking pretty slim, though. I lost more weight last week. Yay. Bring your... Uh, How all, many? All you need is water. I'll bring you the rest. 
I got you. I bring it in. I make it. I make it in the beginning of the week. Set it to the I side. I still don't have a shirt. I don't either. Just bring in, bring in some water. You better bring it in. I will bring my water. I am. How many ounces? Eight. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's not enough. Yeah. I need more than that. Well, twelve. Water it down. I you can mix it with 12. I like the way it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to taste it. I don't want to taste no water. That's true. How many ounces are in there? 16? Yep. yep. Nope, 20. Oh. But I got this thing packed. It's got some <laughs> It's got some gasoline in there. <laughs> I do. I smelled something. Man, it's got the night works. Ah. Yeah. Two scoops of tape. <laughs> I gotta say this. How about them uh, <clears throat> Chiefs? Ooh, we'll get to it. No, we're to it. How about them Dolphins? Shots three fired. and zero, baby. Shots fired. Not even a Dolphins fan. They're gonna go all the way. Three zero. They got an easy schedule. After three weeks, you kind of start seeing some patterns. You kind of see where everybody's and losers playing at. I figured the Chiefs would be two and one after three games. Is what I predicted. They're two and one. I just had them losing to the Cardinals, not how, the Colts. How do you really feel about them? Like, what Fine. are your deep down thoughts about the Chiefs right now? I'll break it down. It's in my sports no, I update. I want to know what you want. You're foreshadowing. I want to hear it right now. You're going to hear it. <laughs> no, ever, like what your deep have down a, thoughts are. I'm going to tell you. Did everybody have a good week? <laughs> no, because you won't. Besides tell me. watching the game, if you're a Chiefs fan, it was a great game. <laughs> you're a Patriots fan. Mac Jones is out. Yeah, no, he's got a high ankle sprain. It's pretty bad. That's what I heard. But anyways, <laughs> who's their backup? Just so, I don't know. I haven't even looked. Who knows? That's interesting. Because uh, I not think good. Bill. Well, I think Bill Belichick's a great coach, obviously. But when you got the wrong quarterback, I'm just quarterback makes your team. No, it doesn't. I've said this. I've said this. If you look at all Super Bowl winners, they had a above-average to elite quarterback unless the only caveat, Todd, is if you had a top-three defense, like the Ravens with Ray Lewis when they won with uh, Falco. <laughs> well, when they won with him, but he was he's really an average quarterback. Yeah, he, was quarterback. He, he, he caught fire during the playoffs. No, but the year before, Trent Dilfer, when they won in 2000, they had like the number one defense. The Buccaneers, when they won with Warren Sapp and all them dudes, number one defense. And if you look back at history, the teams that won had elite to almost elite quarterbacks. Defenses. No, I just told you. (laughs) The only time... That it doesn't work if you don't have an above-average quarterback is if you have a top-five, top-three defense. Dolphins. <laughs> no. One of the best defenses in the league. I, you need tea. I know. <laughs> I keep trying to get him to bring me some. Are you just on their bandwagon? Because no. they're three now. No, I'm not on a. I'm not a bandwagon fan. I just think they'll go to the Super well, Bowl. Well, they got a. The Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Who else is three and The Eagles. The Eagles. Hold on, let me let me. And the Eagles have a more talented team. Let me go backwards a little bit. Who did the Dolphins play first three games? I don't even know. Buffalo. 
Weird. They beat Buffalo. Baltimore. Buffalo, because. Buffalo, Baltimore, and. Um, yep. Baltimore, like the Chiefs did against the Bengals, blew up in the fourth quarter. I mean, pretty good teams. Yeah. That's right? the only hard team they got to play is Buffalo. No. That's what that's what I'm saying. Then they'll go to the Super Bowl. That's the only hard team they got to play, bro. <laughs> then they'll go. To the Super I mean, Bowl. they got to play San Diego. They'll go to the Super Bowl, but San Diego, Los Angeles, mm-hmm. Chargers. Mm-hmm. I don't know who their first game was. I don't either. Well, but you're the you're supposed to look it up on your thingy. It doesn't work down here. Oh, it's the Jets. No, it was the Jets. Are well, still that would a team? make sense. <laughs> Let's see here. Dolphins schedule. <laughs> Dolphins. Mm-hmm. You want to kiss my hand? No. I'm right. They open up against the Patriots, who are dogs. One. Uh, easy. Well, they are. They're not. So they play Patriots, Baltimore. Bills. They played. And, I mean, and two I'm not, pretty good teams. A, a win's a win, so I'll. T- you know, however you get it. Oh, but let me, if I broke it down a little bit, they played the Patriots, should have beat them. Because the Patriots are not good. They played the Dolphins and gave up, the Ravens gave up 28 points or whatever in the fourth quarter to let them back in. That's terrible coaching. Yes. To, to allow a team 28 points because they were getting annihilated. Yes. And then they lost to the Bills by a field goal. And Bills are a tough team, mm-hmm. so I'd say they're one good win. But a win, I mean, a win's You're a to be win. At the Dolphins, bro, that was the Ravens. No, I'm what? saying who the Dolphins beat. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we knew I knew it. we'd get we a call. Called it. <laughs> we got that hotline. It don't matter. We'll Answer let it, it ring. <laughs> Hello. It's probably Eddie. some scam artist. Nope. Um. Okay. Okay. But I'll give you a good breakdown of the Chiefs here. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to do it later. Halloween coming up. Oh, yeah. Clay's got a, a put going. A bonfire? Oh, yeah, bonfire. I'll be there. You better be. Mm-hmm. Sonia coming? Yeah. Kids? No. Cool. Todd? Never heard of it. You <laughs> ever heard of a bonfire? No, never heard of. Did you? So did you invite him? Never a heard bunch of people get together. They get around the fire. Did you? Did you send an invite to Todd or Katie? I've been yeah. in the country. No, you didn't. Oh, no, you didn't. I did. You don't get on Facebook. Well, you didn't give me no invite. You don't get on Facebook. You got well, my phone number, sucker. Oh. You meet him every week. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Dylan's coming. Cool. He was supposed to come here. What? I invited him. I don't see him. Well, he's riding his four-wheeler thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's up, Dale? <laughs> <laughs> watch, some youth, watch some youth football? No. Yep. Yeah. Cato had a football oh, game. Sunday. Thanks for the invite. Which prompted me to, for tonight? to talk about something tonight. Fortnite? Yeah. Um, but if you want to break down of the, the Chiefs. Bring it. And you know what time it is. Time is it? Sports update time. No, not yet. Yep, I'm not ready. Why not? What are you looking up? He's just trying to look how to well, com- come back to you. Yeah, what you got for me? 
Trying to come back. And <laughs> the sports update with Patrick Fisher. Is this a mix of football and a Saturday game show? Yeah, <laughs> uh, kind of. What is that? I don't know. What'd it say? I found it on the way here. What's it called? The complete TV themes. Look at you yeah, figures. Yeah, that's. Look at you getting fancy. Who's Bobby Morgenstein? Somebody old. I don't know. I've never heard of her. Huh. That's pretty dope, though, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. That was pretty different. Did you, did you like it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little. For your. Uh, lots Tuesday. of horns. Yeah. We like horns. Yeah. Do we? Like at the KC Symphony. Yeah. It's good theme music. You want me to try All right, again? come on with it. No. Nope. Okay, hold on. We got to no, try it again because you're not in the mood. No. Finally. Let's go. Finally, Clay. You're not in the mood. Finally. The Dolphins are 3 0. The Pro Bowl game is gone. See ya. Oh, I love it. Peace. Good we talked about written. this how long ago? We had an episode where we discussed what we thought they should do. Oh, yeah. It should have been gone. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. What in the world, bro? Is this for Hispanic Heritage Month? I don't know, but that's, that's it nice. It is Hispanic Heritage Month. Listen to that. Yeah, I don't. Might get more viewers. They play that at the Pro Bowl. <laughs> giving me some, you giving me some pretzels? That's what it sounds like. Yeah. This is the complete wedding a- party. Go to Annie Ann's. Some Germans, Switzels. Sounds complete. like a, a senior, or a, not a senorita, a quinceanera. A quinceanera. So, it's a complete Pro wedding Bowl, party, CD number 30. Finally gone. Yeah. Now, been, what they're going to do move. is a week-long non-football and football skills competition. So, whatever that, which I think that's fine. That's, that's what people want to see. They must Fastest have been listening person. to us. For real, I think they were listening to us. They heard us. I'm excited to watch it just to see for the first year, see yeah. how it goes. They need to do like a relay. I think they'll cul- they're going to culminate with a flag football game. Yeah, stupid. Um, no, who's going to watch that? Well, bro, there's going to be six and going- a half million people watched the last Pro Bowl, so it can't get any worse. Oh. And there's going to be stuff going on uh, like all week, the whole week. Yeah, that's yeah. going to be awesome. The, yeah. the challenges and stuff. Like, like I like, want to see like a bench press comp yeah. competition. See who can lift the most. Run. I want to see somebody run. I want to see like a Tyreek Hill a, and DK a re- Metcalf. I want to see a relay. Like, ooh, a four races. by four. Yeah. Not, just not race, even, not even just four sprints. by four. Like, four you got to run two. and touch the next person. They got to go. Oh, yeah. You got to pick somebody that you want to race in the NFL and you race them. Nah, I just want to see. How cool would that be? Just want to see the backs and for charity. Go ahead. Yeah. So that's the one thing I, I think they okay. should add, and we discussed this is swim. I want to see one of make swim. some charity <laughs> events out of it. Like yeah. if it's uh, you and me got together and we got we paid a hundred bucks to get in a cornhole championship and we got to play two NFL guys. Yep. Yep. Get the fans involved, interaction, all that stuff. Great idea. Um. So I'd add in the I'd add in charity events that you you purchase tickets. Yeah. To raise money for different charities that you get to go up against NFL players, cornhole, whatever. I don't care what it is. Yeah. A uh, playing um, a horse or pig. Oh, yeah. Basketball. Cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool. Like a dunk contest with NFL players. or That'd yeah. be fun. I don't know. They can do so much. Oh, yeah. Because the game's pointless now. No one mind. plays. Yeah, I wouldn't mind playing pig. That'd be kind of fun. But yeah, 
So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, Pujols hit his 700. Yep. And he is the only person, well, he's the first uh, non-born American to reach 700. So you got Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds, Babe Ruth. So he joins those. And then him and Hank Aaron are the only two to have over 700, 700 or more home runs and 3,000 plus hits. Nice. Consistency. I love it. They threw out a stat if you took just his home runs, you got to run around the bases. He spent over five hours of his life running home runs. Running around the bases. <clears throat> nice. Why are you laughing? Because we still playing. Play he's he's playing this music in the background. He's such a dork. So he does that. Um, KU moves to 4 0, which is a big surprise. For football, because they don't have a lot to cheer about, but we'll take 4-0. <laughs> They're going to get into some pretty steep competition now. But the reason why I brought it up, and I put down culture next to it, and I think that's the key. They're never going to be able to get the five stars and, and four-star recruits and Alabama, Clemson, all them, right? You know what I mean? Right. But when you're able to build a culture and a positivity in the locker room, you can win with two and three star recruits, and I think that's what this coach is building. You can kind of see it. Nice. Yeah. You got to turn that down a little bit, dude. I can't concentrate. Oh, it's fine. It's got one minute left. Holy cannoli! Um, but it's pretty exciting for them. Enjoy it. They got Iowa State coming up next, Iowa and then uh, it was announced Rihanna's doing the halftime. Yep, saw that. Someone brought up a good point. The NFL, like when you hear for kickoffs and all that stuff, what do they play? Rock and roll. You know, whether it's whatever. But they never have any of them for halftime shows. No. (laughs) Stupid. They've been on the pop train, I feel like, most. Forever. Forever. Yeah. For four. Well, because if you think about it, they, they are the ones that run the boards. It's not... You have to go to a special kind of zone to be able to know who's the leading. I mean, if you go to a award show, it's not ever, what was the best metal band? It's, yeah. It's always on the And it's probably the more upbeat, typically, pop. Yeah, yeah. But well, and everybody I knows can't it. remember the last, you know, besides like Prince, you know, but he's just so well known and just yeah. had everybody listen to his song. So yeah. maybe that's part of it. You know, right. if you put up, I don't know if you were going to do country. I mean, it'd probably have to be like Garth Brooks or, you know, someone like that. Um, And maybe that's the reason they just want more like, you know, hip hop, pop, just. Yeah, because the Super Bowl is supposed to be like energized. Mm -hmm. So you want somebody out there that's going to keep the keep the keep people interested and keep them going. Yeah. Keep them on the edge of their feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But when you look at it, too, and I don't know about this, but the only if I'm going to be biased against it is you had, you know, so you got Rihanna or you got Justin Timberlake or um, I know last year they were older when we had Dre and all them, but you're the people at the game. I would imagine the age is probably higher. And so do they know the songs that are being played? Oh yeah. 
they got you. I mean, you go to your dentist office. You got that stuff playing. <laughs> well, the only thing I'm listening to, to at any, the dentist office is. Well, you go to any <clears throat> office where there's a ton of people. It's always pop music playing and top top forty whatever. You, yeah, you recognize it because that's the music you listen to. Well, you're also younger. True. I'm almost forty. Besides last year, well, for you, you would listen to pop all the time. But besides huh? besides last year, like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, it's someone actually. I just think it's something that everybody listens to. It's, and I think it's more for the energy. Yeah. I think that's the. That too. And they got to be, a, they got to, they got to hold down the whole crowd. You know, that's hard, man. That's a hard <laughs> stage. You can't just yeah. be sitting here with a guitar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> True. You and that's be. why I think if or you're. banjo. If, yeah. if you were going to have. If you were going to have a country artist like Garth Brooks, because he, he runs all over it better and be does. Like five of them at a, up there. He Kenny does a Chesney. huge show. And you better be able to just, there better be five stages up there, and you better be able to go. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen that. a country artist that you do halftime? Yeah, Carrie probably would. Who? Carrie. They probably have her out there. I oh, bet Carrie they had. I bet they, I bet they have. I've never seen one. Yeah, look it up. I don't have internets. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, you want your Chiefs breakdown? Yep. Do I need to play a song? No. So, and now, two, and, two and one. Um, right off the bat, this is why uh, having a reliable kicker is valuable. Um, just looking at it, he missed an extra point. We had a go for it on fourth down, I know, because we didn't trust him. So there's another three. Um, we did release him one because Butker's coming back. But it shows that having a reliable, good kicker uh, is worth it. I mean, shoot, look at the Patriots championships. Having Vinatieri, he kicked two game-winning field goals. And he kicked the one at Raiders in the snow to go to the playoffs. Um. The Chris Jones thing, I don't even know what was said. I think it was a wussy call by the refs. What happened? Um, it's third down and whatever, nine or something. I don't know. And we Nine? Oh, yeah, yeah. It time. was third yes. down yes. with about three and a half minutes to go. Yeah. We get a sack. Chris Jones stands up. Him and Matt Ryan are staring at each other, and something was said. Now, it'll probably come out later, but I – Nothing's been said what he actually told Matt Ryan. I would imagine it had to be pretty egregious for them to throw an unsportsmanlike. Not unnecessary roughness, but he had to say something apparently for the ref to throw a flag, which gave them a first down and they ran down the clock. We would have, they would have punted the ball to us and that would have ended the game. Yeah. Um, But I don't blame him why we lost. Mm. I mean, we, we were, we weren't in sync offensively. Yeah. The defense was the shining spot. Yeah, Our, but when you when you are at a chance to win a game, you squeak out a win. That was a, that was a squeaker. That was gonna be one of those ones that you just walk out, you just ride out the field and be like, whew, we got lucky. And you couldn't hold your mouth for a second. Well, like, I mean, first of all, you should you should have actually got uh 
unsportsmanlike conduct in the very beginning because you did come in there kind of late and put your arm on the man's head. I did notice and that, didn't, and they didn't. And call they didn't it. call it. I felt so, like he stayed on there a little extra. Yeah, and then you almost walked over him. So they could have got you twice, but they didn't. So you you escaped. So you should have just took your talent onto the yeah. sideline, and whatever you need to say, you say it at the end of the game. I'll tell you this. I bet he doesn't do it again. Oh, yeah. He won't do it again. Yeah. Say it at the end of the Every game. Every sack like, he uh, has now. You don't even have to say nothing. I mean, th- no, that was a game. Say, I said <laughs> say it at the end of the game like Pat Mahomes did to uh, Eric Bieniemy. What did he say? I don't – well, no. He, that, he wanted, that he wanted, I get to, it. He wanted to run the play. Yeah, quarterbacks oh. want the ball. They yes. want to go for it on every fourth Pat down. Can do, Pat can do some amazing now, things. Now, I agree with Pat in this instance. It's the end of the thing. Why not just try a Hail Mary that's going to take mm-hmm. seven, eight seconds? Mm-hmm. We get the ball to start the second half. Yeah, I, I, yeah, why, I, I hear you. Why run it run out the clock? Because y'all wasn't moving that ball. What the matter? receivers was not getting open. He was going to go back there, probably get sacked. That's fine. Yep, not if and, he gets and hurt. And halftime. Not if he gets hurt. So I'd rather not take no chances of getting my nah. million-dollar man hurt, run the ball. Million. $500 million man hurt, no. run the ball, get off the field. You got to throw the ball there. No, you just did. You didn't. <laughs> you was you was on the goal line for three downs, and you didn't score. So why would you even yeah. attempt to everything, throw a touchdown? Everything went wrong for them. Yeah. Travis Kelsey dropped a touchdown pass. Yeah, get your talent into the locker room, regroup. Come back out fully charged. I mean, it was special teams. Poor Sky Moore. The first, the first, he fumbles the the punt. Right. I don't know what he's. Was Let me doing. just tell you, Scott. And then, if you can't see, move out the way and say, Peter. Yeah. It's really easy. Okay, and then so <laughs> he he drops the first one right, fumbles it, and gives it to them on the five yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. The second time when he tried it out there, did you see what happened? He got scared because he went up to catch the ball. And didn't commit. Yeah. And he's like, oh. And and I'm sure he was like, oh, shit, I don't want to drop it again. He runs up to catch it. And instead of catching it on the 20, he backs off. And then it bounces down inside the 10. Gives it, you know what I mean? And now we're backed up. Yeah. Um, it was just bad all around. Now, I think we'll bounce back. I'm not looking at it like, oh, shoot, we've got major problems. Um, here's the one thing. Here's the one thing. That we need to stick to. This is the winning formula. Get Ready? Tyreek. Yeah, get Tyreek back. I heard you. No. Yeah. No. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. No one was saying All get Tyreek when we threw six touchdown passes the first game. Yeah, but you need him. The thing you got to do to win is have Flipper on your helmet this year. <laughs> Flipper. Just saying. Um, the reason why is because he's such a dynamic player. That's why Kelsey was able to get so wide open. Now that man got to work for everything. And, yeah, those other de- – time my well, shoe. Well, Tyree can win off the line with time his my speed. Shoe. Yeah, time my shoe can't get open. <laughs> I don't even know where Nicole Hartman is. Time my shoe. I haven't even seen him. Yeah, Gigi. Gigi, time my shoe. <laughs> I ain't seen it. That dude, hey. I haven't heard that one. He needed to get some space. Well, that's why I wish we would have – And Scatlin? That's why I wish we would have, you know, one of the one of the off season moves I didn't agree with was getting Keep rid of call? getting rid of Pringle. Oh yeah, yeah, shouldn't have got rid of Pringle. Yeah, all we needed was another two million. We couldn't yeah. come up with an extra two million. I would give it to Pat. Man. I guarantee you could have asked Mahomes. Said, "Hey, can we knock two million off this year's salary and keep Pringle?" He would have been like, "Nope, hell yeah." Robinson and Nicole should have been gone. Well, Robinson got cut again. I don't know who he's with now. 
Baltimore. Yeah. He got cut by the or his, yeah, he got cut by the Raiders, which is terrible because they didn't have any receivers. Dang. And so it's like I tell you, man, they, like don't let the last name. But we had everything going wrong. I'm not worried about it. Okay, so winning formula. One is I don't mind running the ball because it helps our passing game. We need to add in a few more bubble screens because we pass mm. we pass so much and people screens. know that we pass though. So we have to do like we're dropping back to pass and then release and do the bubble screen with our line. I hate the bubble screen. The other thing is running in routes, 10-yard routes and under. Who ca- you're going to get the same yards dinking and dunking. We don't have the guys to blow the top off. That'll come if we just stay consistent short passes. And you control the clock. We don't need to take 30, 40 yard bombs. You're not going to get it. You got Tyreek Hill. You ain't going to get it no more. They they are standing right there and they are in there. That's why Juju can't get nowhere. He ain't right there. Another, like, Where you going? Where you going? It's no odd because our defense played pretty well. Yeah. But the one defect on defense is our defensive ends. If it wasn't for Chris Jones, I don't know if we'd get pressure on the quarterback. Frank Clark is, he might as well just play in a wheelchair. He got and a George sack. and George Karloftis is a rookie, and he's he just not sack. ready he yet. Got a sack for you guys. Furious George, just he's still learning. Wait till you man gay come back. Yeah. So we go. We play the Bucks next. Uh oh. Um, That's gonna be. A we're win. deciding whether. I know they moved to Miami to practice because of the hurricane. But it's Sunday night, so it might be passed through by then, depending on oh, if Tampa going. gets hit hard, whether they play in Tampa or not, or oh, yeah, flex going. it. I ain't going. So, I ain't going. Why would you go? I'm saying if I was a player, I ain't going. Oh. <laughs> I ain't taking no chances. Mm-mm. Like, damn. I don't know Ian like that. <laughs> Y'all ain't friends? Mm-mm. We'll see what happens. You know what is? When the play calling sucks, we blame Eric Bionami. When everything's Weird, going good, we praise Andy Reid. Yep. Um, but I'll tell you this. I don't know if – I mean, Andy Reid likes EB, obviously. Or else you would have let him go last year after we blew the lead against the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. I don't think there was no bad calls called. They're just people wasn't making plays. No, I know, but nobody is it time for a change from him? Just a culture change. No, nobody was making no plays. No, I get it. Now, if there were some people making some plays, I'd be like, okay. I mean, when he was he back there running for his life, and then this is where the the fun play used to come into play, and then he would do something awesome. They literally watching him. <laughs> they they was they was like, what did Pat have to do? They're not even trying to right. get so the, to the ball. Yeah, nothing. this group of wide receivers doesn't realize yeah. that you just keep running. You just, and he'll get you the ball. All you got to do is get in the window. Find an open spot. Get in the window. He's going to hit you in the window. Even if he's running away from you. He's going to hit you in the window. Yep. He can see the whole field. Yep. He's got him. And then the fake. The fake. The fake. Uh, that, was, that wasn't good. Okay, it's third. It's fourth and ten. That way. You know what? Let's run a fake with a backup 
field goal kicker instead of just putting Mahomes out there and running a play. Yeah, I think they were. I think they were nervous because they were like, oh, shoot. And then it was like, well, let's just send him out there, make him believe, and then we'll run a little quick one on him. Just send Mahomes out there. Yeah. I would have did that. That's, that was the only thing that I would have changed. I would have changed that. I would have did that on that one. Being a Chiefs fan, though, it is funny the Raiders are 0-3. We got Devontae Adams. We're going, we're going all the way. Him and Derek Carr, they were teammates in college. They love each other. Who they play? I have no idea, but they're 0-3. Well, well, my my prediction's still good, and I'm home tight. Twelve and five, win the division, go to the AFC West Championship. Dolphins, poor Dolphins, three no. Yeah, I called. Um, I called Brian. You called him. I said, "What's the score, Brian? Or what's the record, Brian?" Oh, man, them Dolphins are are hard to beat. I said, "I told Jag- you so." Jaguar. Speaking of another team that's yeah, doing well, culture change. Got rid of Urban Meyer, brought in a coach. Peterson, culture change. You see what happens? I'm telling you. You don't always have to have the most elite best players to win. It's all all about the culture. You create that winning mindset. Patriots aren't doing very good. <laughs> They're not believing in the coach. They want to do their own thing. Something. I don't know what's going on there. Either. Well, their quarterback, the Mac Jones era is coming to an end soon. Yeah, he just quit. He got a broken ankle. He'll be back, but they might Now we got to figure out they who's going to be the quarterback. They might want to look elsewhere. I mean, what's his big fluffy hair guy Colin. still out there? Don't try to take Colin. Colin ain't coming no. to play for y'all. Oh, Kaepernick. Kaepernick. He ain't playing, he ain't for, playing for the y'all. Patriots. He ain't playing for y'all. Nah. Not funny, though. It would be funny, but he ain't doing it. After all that he took, he ain't about to play for the Patriots. The one thing that got him out of the system. No, he won't. He won't play for the Patriots. Play for anybody. Not for the Patriots. Dude, do you know how contradicting that is? Yeah. He ain't playing for them. Now, he would play (laughs) for – he would come in there and play for the Browns. But he ain't playing for the Patriots. He used to go play for Mike Tomlin. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be nasty. Go play with the Pittsburgh. Because they got quarterback troubles. Well, they need to put in – Pick it just to see what they have because Mitchell Biscuit. Mitchell Biscuit. Yep. Chicken Biscuit. Yeah, it's time to move on. Yeah, see what you got. Now you're a quarter of the way through the season. You put in the the new guy out of uh, Pittsburgh. See what he has. I thought he was about to go back to San Fran, boy. But they went back to Grop. I was like, this is about the. Did you see Garoppolo's play? Step out of bounds, like. Did you see uh, what's his name? (laughs) He ran back and just kept going. I thought he was going up to get the go get some cotton candy or something out of the stands. She Dan Orlovsky's comment. He said, "Oh, thank God." Dan Orlovsky's was finally, finally. I'm not the only one that ran out of the end zone. (laughs) It kept going. Dan Orlovsky's is way worse. Oh yeah. He stepped out and rolled out, and Orlovsky ran out of bounds all the way down the back of oh, the yeah. end zone. And like just three, kept going. Feet. And Jared Allen with the Vikings was going for the sack, and Jared Allen just pointing at him like, you idiot. Because <laughs> he <laughs> saw him step out, and he just keeps running. Jared Allen's like, yep, this yeah, play's didn't... done. It's funny. You got one job. <laughs> know where that line is. He took that 10-step drop. Yeah. 
<laughs> Three steps too many. Yeah. Well, with all this sports talk we talked about, mm-hmm. I got to enjoy going to Cato's game and watching these little rascals run around. It's funny. Yep. But I wanted to get into some youth. Sorry. Jeez. Ear I know. And itch these headphones. Ear worn. You got an ear worn. Ear worn. I wanted to get into some youth, you know, coaching youth sports aspects of it. And just, you know, I think you've coached some youth sports, Todd. Mm -hmm. I have, and I've learned some lessons from it. I have and learned some lessons from it. Yeah. But I think it's, you know, if you, if you really enjoy a sport and want to, and you're a teacher type person, I think coaching youth sports is so much fun. Oh, yeah. Um, Very rewarding. It's such a – exactly. That's a good – it is very rewarding. Um, How old are we talking? And just under under, – I I mean, 15 and under, but this is – what I'm going to talk about tonight is more younger skill set, not high school. I figure by – I coach the uh, eight and under – Perfect. Carney Bulldogs baseball team. Yep. Perfect. That's what I'm talking about. The younger and that age was group. Wild. What what I don't want to now, a lot of what I'm gonna say, coaches all the way up to the pros can take some of the aspects of what I found. But you know, by the time you get to high school, a lot of your basic, basic fundamentals, you're at least on the road to now there's some outliers that hey, that kid just started playing, right? You see that like oh, yeah. You see some of these guys trying out in the NFL, and they, they're like, I just started playing football my senior year. But, you know, you just see a gift because maybe he's a giant man. Right. And so you give him a shot. But for the most part, I'm talking, you know, junior high and under. Um, but, yes, rewarding rewarding uh, is a good way to put it. What's that? <laughs> Wasabi. Um. So I wanted to get into that. I know we've all coached, and so we kind of give our aspects of it. And um, so, really, for me, I'm trying to think. I've coached. Whoop, I've Beautiful. coached uh, t-ball. Um, I've coached the uh, Liberty Parks and Rec basketball a couple different times. I think three. Um, and I think what else? Flag football. Um, so a few different ones. Um, I know you've done a lot of coaching and then obviously Clay was alluding to doing the baseball. Um, and there's a lot of, if you are wanting to get into it, there is a lot of opportunities out there. If you want to get into coaching, they're always looking. That's a great way to do it just to get your feet wet. They're always looking. Um, any, any towns, parks and rec. And a lot of times they need more than one coach per team. So yeah. Um, if you don't get in early enough where you get to be the so-called head coach, you can be the assistant because especially with younger kids, you need multiple coaches. And the way our lives are set up, most of the time the, the head coach, he'll be gone, so you have plenty of time to get your chance to get your shine on. Mm-hmm. And then the the one my nephew plays, Cato, mm-hmm. is uh, I-9 Sports, I think yep. is what it's called. Yep. Is it fairly new program? Uh no, it's been around it's for been a around while now. Okay. So they've been they've been they kinda I'm not gonna say they took over the YMCA, but they kinda they kinda jumped the YMCA. But it's it's not a parks and rec 
no, this for is, your town. This is anybody. This is anybody. This is like to get you kind of seeing where your kid is at. And right. so then you can decide, okay, he needs to come out here again. Or you can be like, all right, we got enough of this. So now we're going to go see. Is that kind of the first step? Yep. And then from there, maybe Parks and Rec. Yep. And then from there, you know, because there's there's competitive teams start going to that the, are young. Your Northland, Suburban. Right. Whatever. Or what's the uh, the Neko Raiders was yep. the big one. Yep. Yeah. Pee Wee Tackle. Yep. You know. They used to call it Pop Warner, but they moved, Warner. they moved it to something else now. So okay. Now it's like N A sure. S I or N A something. Yeah. Something. Plenty of opportunities, mm-hmm. though. And it's it's fun. Oh, yeah. I love it. So, um, there's some pros and cons that I can take away that I did, stuff that worked, stuff that didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I knew now and could go back on some of the teams that I coached. Right. I'll tell you this. When me and Dad coached sophomores in high school for Liberty Parks on Rec, I was only two years older than them. That was really tough because we were the same age, basically. Right. And I, you know, I was very green at it. Um and just it didn't work out well. Um, you know, I didn't know all the moves and what to do and you know, I knew basketball, but it just the age gap was really tough. Yeah. Um so like one of the things I wrote down, but um playing youth sports is one of the greatest resources available for instilling valuable life skills to young kids. Because it's not just about the the sports they're playing. Oh, yeah. Um, so, like. So, on I-9, they do a good job at, like, every week you are giving some kind of word or, or something that you got to teach them. And then you give that person. you get, Whoever you find, you give that person the, the award. So okay. It would be like, show. so when we're out here, today we're going to be doing teamwork. So, you break down, tell them what teamwork is. And then you're watching and playing at the same time and kind of figure out which kid is showing the best of teamwork. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be one person that stands way out and there's going to be one that you just like, well, nobody doing it, but they did something that was right. Worthy of the award. Yeah. You give that person the award. I like that. Yeah. Um, so a couple things when you're, I talked about, you know, life skills and things that you're teaching the kids beyond, you know, if it's T-ball, it's mm-hmm. more than just hitting the ball. Oh yeah. Um, uh, structure, mm-hmm. um, cohesion, yep. uh, camaraderie, sharing, right? Mm-hmm. Young kids, right? Oh, yeah. Sharing. Oh yeah. Um, friendships too. You might find your best friend through youth sports and then, you know, you build that friendship as a young kid. And, That's what happened to me. <laughs> right. And yeah. so all these life skills, I, I wrote down sharing cause I think right as kids, what do we always Tell our kids when, when the yeah when the kids come over to your house to play, right? And it's there. It's your kids' toys. But what do you, hey? You need to share. Yep. You need to share. So, you know, it's a great opportunity for them to do that. Right. Um, <clears throat> hey, it's not your turn to hit the ball. You need to share and let so and so hit or yep. you know whatever it is. Um, and then just that the friendship and it's, you know, we talk about it being fun and obviously. Winning makes everybody happy. Oh, yeah. Um, at a real young age, though, like Cato's five, it needs to be mostly about fun. Like, uh, you no. don't worry about score. Oh, uh, no. We win it and lose. I know. you. I know, but. I got to let them know. They don't know. You'd be like, did we win? Nah, you lost. You got smoked. Okay, well, you. <laughs> you 
I need to mark you down because you are not good for the compass advantage uh, that I <laughs> found out. Hey, I got it. I'm keeping it real. But you're teach. Keep but are real. you making teachable moments? Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, maybe you should do this, or maybe you should do that. So listen, this is what happened. We, I took the L. I said, hey, we lost. And then yesterday, I said, hey, let's work on some stuff. So we went outside. We did some work. I had him do some footwork. I told him how to stay in bounds because half of his team was not knowing what stand in bounds meant. <laughs> and then I told him how to pursue. And so we were out in the backyard. Just I, just, I was like, this is how you're going to get better. I, I can't just keep on telling you stuff. I got to mm-hmm. go out there and show you. So right. I'm showing him. I'm like, okay, we ain't playing with no balls. No balls. Mm-hmm. We're doing all footwork. Yeah. So I had him out there. Had him. <laughs> I even put the thing around him and made him run with the rope. And I was pulling Did you? He and, he and he loved it. Well, and we become the role models. Yeah. We're the role models on that court, field, yep. pitch, yep. whatever you're playing. Um, and so showing them, and then what you just alluded to, a lot of times it's without the ball. Mm-hmm. It's without – if you're on the basketball court and you're trying to learn uh, a 2-3 zone or a box, and whatever defense you're wanting to set up, just learning the rotation. Yep. Don't get the ball involved because now they're paying attention to where the ball is. What yep. they need to pay attention to is just moving yep. left, right, forward, back. T.J. Robinson, one of the greatest coaches that ever coached me, boy. No ball for the first hour. Mm-hmm. You air dribbling. <laughs> Sit. He actually had chairs out there. You, those were the defenders. You act like well, you, you had a defender there. Yeah, and this is <laughs> – this isn't youth, but you talk about Jim Beheim at Syracuse. Yeah. He runs the 2-3 zone, and he's known for it. Mm-hmm. And even, like, the great KU teams and Duke team and all these people, when they play Syracuse, they have trouble against Beheim's 2-3 zone. And you know why? They practice that zone to a T. It is perfected. And I guarantee at practice, it's fundamental 2-3 zone. Oh, yeah. And everybody is on point. And it's tough to beat when everybody's in sync. And you get that ball out there swinging that thing. And so you just (laughs) – exactly. But you can instill that with youth. I think it's more – it's super fundamentals. Yeah. If you can learn one or two things for your team – so I I use basketball. It's an easy one, but – if you learn dribbling perfectly and one other thing, you will succeed more times than not. If you can don't don't throw the whole book at them. Yeah. But if you can get two skill sets down perfect, you'll have a lot more success instead of all right, we're gonna do a little bit of dribbling, then we're gonna do a little bit of shooting, then we're gonna do a little bit of this. And that's fine to do some of those, but spend a lot of time. Yeah getting two or three skill sets perfect um, and just like easy fundamentals in youth sports. They still, they ain't perfect yet. No. So if it's dribbling, you might dribble for a half hour, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. If it's T-ball, you know, just sitting there and you're just rolling the ball to them over and over. Forget the hitting. Yeah. Right. That's probably the least thing you need to know in T-ball. Right. Is hitting the ball off a stationary tee. Right. Because you barely have to tap it. If it goes forward, you get a run. So your two most important, <laughs> picking up the ball and throwing it to first. Yeah. P- 
pick up the ball, and throw it to first. You learn those two things, you're going to win most games in T-ball. Um, patience is a big one. Patience is huge. Patience is huge. And then um, knowledge. So if you do want to be a youth coach and it's, and it's basketball, um, you know, if you don't know it well, I mean, learn it before you go in there because you'll get – they'll know, especially <laughs> when they're a little bit older. Yeah. Um, you know, still youth. But if they're in that 12, 13-year-olds, they're going to know if you know what you're talking about or not. Right. But it gives them confidence to look at you and say, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. Um, and give them that motivation. So I think having a – one of the big things we see, you know, two different types of coaches, but and there's been a lot of studies done, um, and I didn't even write them down, but um, looking at more of a player-style coach. Um, and so, like, some things I, I looked up, it was like a five-to-one ratio, positivity to a negative comment. Uh, like Andy Reid, I would look at as, as a player's coach. You hear players' coaches, right, right. versus a – you know, that hard-headed, strict, dictator-type coach. And I think you get more out of the player's coach. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can still succeed in that, having fun with them. You're still working on their skill sets. Um, so if a kid, you know, uh, misses a wide-open net right in soccer, okay, well, we know what he did wrong. And if all you do when he comes over – how could you miss that? Oh my gosh, it was wide open. That's terrible. Well, as soon as you do that, he shuts off, especially at a young age. Yeah. But you can say, hey, you know. Um, do you know what you did wrong? Do you know? <laughs> exactly. You you do it with a question. Do, do you know why you missed it? Maybe your feet weren't planted correctly. You know, maybe you kicked with the wrong part of your foot. What were you maybe, thinking? Don't think. Well, sometimes they do think too yeah, much, right? Don't like, think. Hey, just go out there and kick the ball. You know how to do that. You've done yeah. that many times. Kick yes. It. You can do this. That's my favorite coach. Yeah. Stop guiding it. Shoot it. <laughs> what What made you what, – what do you think made you miss that kick? Yeah. And then maybe they say, well, it might be, you know, and say, okay, let's work on it. Um, so things like that, constructive criticism, but being positive, having that high energy. Um. So one of the things I wanted to go through, and I'll pull it up on my phone so I don't mess this up, but um, it's some good stuff we can break down and go over. So it's called the Compass Advantage, but it's off of, uh, hey. Hello. First time caller, long time listener. Is that what they say? Yep. <laughs> so this is what I got here, Bob. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, thank you. I'm a listen. I'm a listen off the air. It is Bob. Is it? Yep. See, I knew. Dang. Telling you what, she probably sleep. Wrong business. Yeah. Uh, that's why we got to get our new podcast room. Yep. We, we get it set up. Silence of the lamps. Uh huh. Been exactly about that for months. Yep. Um. <laughs> what you got? Hold on one sec. One one thousand. He hung up. Oh, all right. Um, Over. Okay, so it's called, uh, it's off of rootsofaction.com, but they talk about uh, everything we're talking about, being a positive winning coach in youth sports. And uh, 
they they do this. It's called the compass advantage, but there's um, eight different things to go through um, that would help youth coaches. And some of them are like, yeah, I didn't really think about that. Um, and so the first one is igniting curiosity. And then for each one, they talk about ways that are bad ways to do it, you know, that athletes have talked about. So they interviewed, you know, younger athletes, 16 and under, mm-hmm. and their experiences, and then maybe how if a coach would have handled it this way. Um, so igniting curiosity. Um, and so like, uh, you know, after defeat, hey, you know, I know it was disappointing. You know, what can we work on? Because they're curious. They want to learn skills, right? They're still young. So igniting that curiosity in them to to want to learn more. Um, so that was number one. It was pretty easy. Um, number two is teach sociability. Um, so, you know, working with other teammates, being social. Um, so a positive approach to that is, uh, you know, um, tell me how you feel or how can I give you feedback that will help you achieve your goals? We talked about like, you know, Hey, why do you think you missed that? Or, you know, what made you, um, if you are in flag football and you, and you are in a passing league, you know, what made you throw it over there and then it got intercepted or what did you see? Right. So, um, something like that, uh, cultivate resilience. That's a great one. Um, when you get to, when you are losing and, and, you know, hey, our goal is still to win, you know, support group, right, the camaraderie of a team, how can we get better, stuff like that. Promote self-awareness is another one they had. That was number four. Um, and so that's like, um, you know, if, if a person's having trouble shooting free throws, right? So, you know, and you notice this, right, take the time out and say, hey, you know, I noticed we're not, you know, you're struggling a little bit with free throws, but that's okay. Let's work on it a little bit after practice or, you know, whatever it may be. So um, showing them that um, integrity. I think that's a big one as a coach too, right? We talked about they're looking at us for role models. So your integrity needs to show to them. Um, are you conducting yourself in a, in a positive way? Um, so that's, you know, especially with the young kids, right? Um, I, I, they're just looking for somebody that's cool. Yeah, and they want to be like, man, I want to, I want to, I want to walk like he walks. Yeah, and the way you talk to him too, you gotta remember simplicity. Oh yeah, and no big words and oh, yeah. right. So, um, or if you are making plays, maybe you're to that level where you're gonna start designing inbounds plays and. You know, make them easy that you can, you know, boom, 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 and you you, 100%, right? You can get them down. Don't come up with some crazy name that you saw on, you know, NFL Network. Z right, double Y banana. Right. (laughs) Um, uh, Encourage creativity, so getting the kids involved, right? Hey, what do you guys, you know, what's up, you know, go to each one. What are you good at or? I run faster, you know, um, let them maybe design a play, right. And see if it works. And if it don't, okay. 
That's fine, but it's getting them involved. No, the only thing they get to do is do the breakdown, bro. You, that's all you get to do. Well, let them. So let them come up with that. You get to be the one to break it down. Come on in here and play have a kid. Down. Yeah, and have a kid different each time. Oh right? yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, so it feels like yeah. they're the one leading the group. The last one is um, lead with empathy. Um, so that's just you know talking to your players and hey, how do you feel or how's things going, you know, stuff like that. Yep. Um, I mean, I learned – so T-ball was great. Um, I think what helped us there, you know, unless you got a kid that is just at that age, you know, you get some rarities and they're, you know, five-year-olds that are just – some just know it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, and you're like, dang, you need to be in another league. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I'll take you on my team. When I, when I coached uh, third and fourth basketball, was it third and fourth? I think it was third and fourth basketball. Hey, there was this kid I was watching. I was like, I don't know who this kid is, but, man, he is not meant to be in this league. He was just super talented. And I uh, happened to run into this lady. She was like, hey, we need one more player. Who do you think we can get? I was like, Tomorrow. When you come in here, look at this kid over here. He is nice. And we ended up talking to his parents, and he was looking for something new to challenge his son, and we took him out of there, put him in our league. I mean, he wasn't dominating like he was, but he right. still was a great player for us. <clears throat> How long are the practices typically? An hour in most Parks and Rec? Or? Yeah, it just depends. It depends. Most of the time it's an hour. Like if we were going to break down – <clears throat> Let's go basketball. I know you love basketball. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're going to break down, um, and I know it might be a little bit different for age groups, mm-hmm. but um, in a generalized breaking down a practice yep. of younger kids for basketball and the way you structured it, like, you know, what does that kind of look like to you? Yeah. So um, most of the time we come into the gym, we immediately tell them to put down the ball because they enter just being silly thinking they're self-curry and throwing crazy shots. Mm-hmm. So then we get them running because we want them to get loosened up. And then we break down into team. Most of the time we break it down. If, if, well, depending on if they knew, we don't break down in the team. If they knew, we kind of we play a little scrimmage just to kind of see what, where everybody's at. And like then, the first practice? Yeah, we're just trying to see, like, who's going to be our ball handlers and stuff like that. So we're kind of just trying to get a good feel. It's like a tryout almost, even though they made the team. Yep. Let's say you got eight players. Yep. You just know, maybe you do four starters. on four and just, hey, let's just number off one, two, one, two, or maybe you break them off into height. Yep. So we're trying to find out who our starters are. Mm-hmm. And then once we find our starters, we, we don't put them together. We separate them. Mm-hmm. So we got them kind of mixed in there so we can kind of see, like, who can jail and mm-hmm. then who's going to after get after it. So mm-hmm. then we'll do that, and then we'll start. Then one one coach should take one team down there. They either working on the offense, or they working on their defense, and then we get them back, and then we really starting to see. Okay, so split them down into super small groups, mm-hmm. and you could probably do that with six people. Yep, have three people go work on mm-hmm. ball dribbling skills. Yep, yep. Have three people go work on getting rebounds off the backboard. Yep, or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And then do a team exercise. Yep. Then we, and then we, and then we'll later on we'll break it down and we'll play like uh, what we call 
blood and guts, but you can mm-hmm. probably call it something else. Yeah. But they basically on a baseline. One throws the ball out there. One def- one is running to the defend. The other one's boxing out, and you're trying to see who's who, who's hungry for the ball, right? Or who's got that yeah nice little shot. Okay. And so you just create. You just basically you're just trying to create a camaraderie, and you're also trying to create some competitiveness at the same time because eventually they play. I'm throwing it to my guy. You and are out. you and when are you? At a young age, and and maybe this isn't super young, so, like, obviously, flag football with Cato. Mm-hmm. You're not instilling a bunch of plays. No. It's hand the ball off, run here. Just I don't because, even know if they pass in that league. Just because it's, like, um, one, it's four on four. And there's most, right. most people don't have four kids. They usually have, like, five or six. Mm-hmm. If you're lucky and you get four on four, you can do a lot more. But because you have six, it's hard for you to be able to control because you're going to have some people that's focused. But are you going to instill some plays in basketball, you know, a couple? At that age? Well, um, no, no, not at that age. Oh. It's probably different. I don't know how they did basketball yeah. for Cato. It was dribble, dribble, pass. <laughs> okay. When no plays going. But in, in let's just say you're 10. Oh, yeah, we got maybe. some plays going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we got some plays. Oh, and yeah. you practice them every oh, single yeah. practice. Every single practice. We're and working. is it like two or three plays? It's, it's just a, a few. Yeah, we need some. We need some in the game situation where we're just like, hey, th- clear out, one on one. We got that one. That's always going to be one because you mm-hmm. you just clear everybody out one on one. And then you're gonna have one that's that's your three point play. Mm-hmm. That's your butter. Yeah. And then you're gonna get one that's like every time you take the ball out of bounds. This is your bucket play. You like right. okay, we're gonna run this. And you always want to instill an inbounds play. Oh, I've seen that. that mess up teams yeah. a ton in youth sports and basketball. Yeah. And they stand there and they turn it over every time. Yeah. Or they can't get the pass in. And we talk to the ref every time. Hey, don't tell us where which which direction we're going in. We're gonna line up on the wrong side. We already know which direction we're going in. And we just wanna see if they paying attention. We're gonna try to get this easy this easy butter. Mm-hmm. And we'll line up on the wrong side. They throw the ball in. Our man is all the <laughs> buckets. Gotcha. And they're like, Ruh! and the coach is mad, and it's great. Yeah. T-ball um, was a little bit different. We talked about it. Yeah, T-ball. Um, so I coached it a little bit. I know Cato played mm-hmm. T-ball. Um, like mm-hmm. I said before, I think hitting off the tee is probably the least thing you need to worry about. Yep. Now, that's the fun part for the kids. So yes, give them some time yeah. to hit it off. But um, it's running to the ball and picking it up, mm-hmm. and then at least making a, a throw in the right direction. Yeah, learn those two things, and that'll help you a ton there. I was lucky enough to have this kid, and he just mashed the ball, and so it just didn't matter. Because um, he just hit it over. Everybody else, you know, hits it, you know, Little 15 ding, ding. feet. And this kid had hit it in the outfield every time. Yeah. But um, that's a rarity. Yeah. But I think those two things for T-ball. And then on that one, too, is you need a lot of help in T-ball. Because oh, you got, yeah. you know, when it, I, I feel you got to like have base you, coaches. And, if you have more than four kids, you need you need help. Yeah. You got to have a dugout you gotta person. Have, yep. Someone over there keeping the kids from yep. running all over. What grade? What was your age group, Clay, for baseball? Eight and under. Eight and under. So eight years old and under. Yep. Gotcha. 
And was that was that fast pitch or something at that age? Was it a competitive coach pitch? Coach pitch. Yep. Gotcha. So we had to have a coach pitching, coaching pass uh, out past second, coaching the uh, yep. dugout, and a coach on first base. Yep. And then the same coach pitching every time, trying yeah. to get a routine down, yeah. or yeah. Pretty much. Did, I mean, it don't matter. Yeah, a <laughs> little bit different when it does get to coach pitch or not on a tee. Obviously, you want to spend some more time on that, yeah. just to get the, you know, yep. effort. Yeah, my neighbor told me not to do that. He said go straight into machine pitch. So that's what we're gonna do. But I idea. would. Um, <laughs> But did you you spend a lot of time on fundamentals? Oh no, no, no. Oh. I mean, somewhat, but these kids didn't have enough. They didn't really pay attention long enough to do anything. And you tell them a hundred times, and they'll just do what they want. <laughs> I was a third. So base. that's the patience. I was a side third base it, coach, right? and I was just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Put your glove in front of your face. Well, kid. I think you. I still think you take the same principles of it. Um, and yeah, maybe eventually they'll too, learn because they'll mess you know up what? and it'll whack them in and the I nuts think Todd, and then they'll learn. Yeah, I think Todd brought up a good point, though, and that's the small, small groups. Yep. Trying to talk to 10 kids at once. Yeah, it's impossible. Because you got that one that's always right. like, what What do you want me? What am I going to do? Yeah. What am right. I going to do? And so... You have to, you know, even in baseball, right? Yeah. Just break it down. Yeah. Maybe three to a group max. Yep. Maybe you have a couple groups doing offense, but they're still in parents and just if, rotate. If you know you got a little bit of talent, take your talent out there and get a small group and help out. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. be sitting over there letting that man suffer. Yelling at the coach. Why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Go over there and well, help yeah. That man. Don't be yelling at youth oh, coaches. That's terrible. Forget <clears> it. <throat> Yeah, get Treat over there and my help. my son out. like that. Get over there and help, man. I, I I don't like when people just, they got some talent. They just be sitting there yep. watching. Get out there. Help just out. Just waiting they'll for take you to it. mess up. Yeah. Yeah, they'll take the help. Let's see. We did uh, soccer's one. That's always fun to watch youth soccer. Oh, yeah. You want to win in youth soccer? Tell your kids to stay apart. Yep. They get in a rugby match real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Start. Or just tell them to kick as hard as they can. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kick it as hard as you can. Yeah. Run down there and get it. Yeah. And even if, I mean, at that age, just learning the footwork. Yep. Just stay in there and toe touch the ball. Right? The, the easy dri- – no, don't even dribble yet. Yeah. Just toe touch, left, right, left, right. And then start two feet apart and just a light kick. Yep. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth for about five minutes. And then back up to ten feet. Back and forth, back and forth. Right? Yep. And then just line them up in front of the net, about 15 feet out, straight on shot, and just let them kick it in the net. Just kick let it in it the rip. net. Yep. Yep. I like the – I keep going back to it. So small groups I think is a key. Um, and then, you know, one, having fun because oh, yeah. uh, if I these – you, you don't have to worry about that part. Them being outside, that's fun for them. They they rather would run around and play tag and yeah. chase each other. And we're really talking about young kids here. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, probably yeah. talking under eight years old. Oh, yeah, yeah. They'll, they, um, they just like being out it there. It does change a little bit when you get to the middle school, junior high, because they've started learning some fundamentals. Oh, yeah. 
about 10, but 10 years old. The principles of what we're talking about can still be applied yeah. because you still need to work on fundamentals because yeah. yeah. um, they ain't great yet at it. Yeah. And even, even uh, and superstar fine. athletes. You'll find a diamond in the rough, though. Mm-hmm. You'll find one. Superstar athletes yeah. will practice before, after, and they'll shoot and shoot and shoot yeah. and shoot. Like I said, that dude, that dude told me he, he had his son out there every morning before he went on, got on the bus, dribbling and shoot. That's why he can dribble so good. He, I mean, this dude was doing step backs and he would leave it up. I was just like, this dude is in the second, <laughs> second and third grade. I'm like, this dude is pain. And he said mm. he, every morning he'd be out there just. He said before he gets on the bus. He's got to shoot so many shots. He's got to do so many dribbles. Yeah. And so he was, that's why he was so much advanced than everybody else. And I just was like, it's a good idea. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, coming as the player aspect of it, that was some of the best times I had, though, playing Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. Yeah. Basketball was awesome. Yeah. Till I thought I was good. <laughs> I'd like to know how – Um. I mean, at least I thought they were good because they made the Liberty team. But I'd like to know how I was playing Parks and Rec, and I had to go up against Kyle Fisher and Scott Carroll on the same team. Well, that was before anybody knew like about these. Other I'm like, leagues. why aren't these dudes playing on a traveling team? Yeah, that You're was coming before. in here wiping us up. Yeah, that was before everybody knew about these these other leagues. These other leagues just got big all of a sudden, and so now it's well. Like, Big time, but before Scott that, Carroll doing around the back oop de oops, and <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know, he's a professional pitcher now. But yeah. you know what I mean? Those, I'm like, dude. But I don't I know. I had coaches, so man. much I some, fun. I had some really good coaches growing up. Some yeah. really good ones. They uh, and have you, did you have bad coaches too that mm-hmm. stick out in your mind? No, so. Uh, most of my coaches, they, uh, well, I, he wasn't a bad coach. He just didn't know what he was doing. See, I felt but, like I was a bad coach a couple times because I didn't know. I yeah. didn't. But most of my coaches, they were like my coach for, like, soon. Like, I moved here fifth grade. Mm-hmm. They were my coach pretty much all through my, until I got to high school. Yeah. And so I either was up or I was down. So yeah. when I first came here, I played with a, a lower league. And then, as I went on, bumped up, got to a new coach, upper league, and but they were friends, so they knew each other. Okay. And so they were like, "Hey, he's gonna come play with you. He's older, so he's gonna go up yeah. here." And so it was cool. And so they were they really good. And then they play, they coached me in football, and they coached me in baseball, they coached me in basketball. It was awesome. And that's why. So you just brought it up, but I. That's why if you are gonna get into it. Do your own homework, too, if you want to coach. Like, have some knowledge to go in there, you know, instead of, yeah, I just want to be a coach, so I'm going to go do it. But then it's not fun for the players. Oh, yeah. The one thing that stood out about our coach was we were, like, always together. Like, we spend a night at his house. We, like, he he got He's picking us up for the ball game. Like, we we go out to eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like we was always together. And plus see, that probably playing. makes a better team. Oh, huh? yeah. So we had chemistry. So exactly. when we were at his house, he like, don't be out here just playing around. He's like, learn something. 
That's what he always tells us. Don't be out here just jacking around just to be jacking around. Mm-hmm. Be out here accomplishing something. And was that a Parks and Rec style league? Mm-hmm. But you all still hung out. We, we hung out all the time, man. Yeah. And it was cool. So. And is that something he set up with the parents? Well. Or how did, I mean. His kids. So his we were friends with his kids. Okay. Well, you became friends with his kids. Yep. And so it was just like anytime we did something, it was just like the team's going, we going. Yeah. And so. Did you play, you probably played youth baseball. Oh, or something. yeah. Did you have any bad coaches that stuck out in your mind? Nope. No? I can't think of any. I know. I remember the coaches on the opposing teams were assholes. <laughs> it's different when you get to high school. I mean, I had a pretty strict high school coach, but See, I never um, had a that's total. I mean, it was definitely <clears throat> structured, but he had fun, too. Yeah. He, he had enough lightheartedness and fun to keep it, right, not mundane. Because when you have a dictator coach that's just, I know everything, no fun, we never, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, even in high school, you're like, okay, this is. How'd they make it to a coach? If that's we had just not, well, they win enough. So? But. So sucks. we had a coach. It was, it, so funny part is, we had a coach, but our we knew how talented we were. Mm-hmm. So our talent outshined our coach. So he really didn't. So so you he get that was, too. He probably was a bad coach. Uh huh. But we made him look good. So that can happen too. We made him look good. Yeah. And it was and it was and we didn't like really think about it. We just we just went out there and we just knew that we were better than other teams. Yeah. We just went out there. And we're like, we ain't about to lose. So we, we were. And we just would go out there and play. And he he might say something. We'd be like, yeah, whatever. But there's <laughs> a way to instill a winning culture if you are losing a bunch without being a rude, hard-ass, cutthroat yeah. coach. Yeah. I mean. Well, sometimes you got to, yeah. One of our coaches, what he did was he didn't come to the locker room. And sometimes you just got. <laughs> I thought that was the dopest thing. Sometimes just the players aren't very good. And, yeah. Yep. And you're just not going to win. Well, we were winning. That's the bad fun. That was the funny part. We were, But we you were had winning. talent at that age. But he was mad collectively. he wasn't winning enough. He was like, y'all, y'all, should, be, y'all should be killing this team. Yeah, and, see, I don't. And he didn't come to the locker room, and we just in the locker room, just chilling, looking at each other with our helmets on. <laughs> and then we had one player stand up and say something. We just was like, "Man, let's get back out here and let's go." Yep. <laughs> yeah. He just leave you alone during halftime. Yep. Because he was just like, I can't believe we was playing against a uh, Fordo Sage. We should have been dominating. We was on there about like a touchdown or something, and we should have been killing them. So we sat in there, we just was chilling, we just kind of talked, kind of jacked around, and then one player got up and said some stupid stuff, and then we just was like, man, let's get back out here and play. I gotcha. And then we went back out there and kicked their tail. And I know you're, I mean, you're pretty busy now, but have you thought about oh, coaching man, I thought youth? about it, man. On, and, and, and it's not a, so much about, um, I just want to teach, because I feel like some mm-hmm. of these young guys, are they, they lost and so I want to go back to be able to to teach them about life, mm-hmm. not so much about coaching and winning and stuff like that. I want to teach mm-hmm. them about how to be start becoming like a man mm-hmm. and start and start treating your not only yourself better but other people around you better. Yeah, because I'm starting to see some some stuff out of the kids, and I'm just like, oh, man, that ain't cool. Yeah. So. And that's the life skills part. Yep. It's more than just on the field. Oh yeah. Sports. Yep. 
So I kind of want to yeah. tap back in. I feel like the youth needs it. It takes some time. Oh, yeah. I so. mean, and you're busy. I mean, not only you got one kid, you got another one oh, on yeah. the way, running a business. Yeah. I, I, I definitely have thought about it. And one, may, one reason why I thought about it was because there was this kid that came in, and he plays – He's been playing football forever, mm-hmm. and uh, he's not playing this year. Well, let me take that back. He's not playing tackle. He's playing, but he's not playing tackle. He's playing flag, and he's enjoying it. But he stopped playing tackle because he wasn't getting fed the right stuff. And so I wanted he had to had a bad experience. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to go out there and be like, man, get this kid back. I wanted to talk to him, get him back in the game, and get him back to playing and loving the game again. Cause that's what it's about. It's about mm-hmm. loving the game. And then, so, but I get to talk to him every now and then, but I would love to be able to yeah, pick him up and be able to mentor him and talk to him and just kind of yeah. get his head back. Right. Right. So. Yeah. You become the parent away from home. Dude, I had some of the, I had some of the coolest relationships with some of these kids. Like, especially when you get, when you do get up to the higher level, yeah, like junior, junior high and all seventh and eighth grade. You're with them coaches every day after school. Yeah. Seventh and eighth grade, man. I had some cool kids. I like, I mean like juice who, I, who is part of my team right now. Juice, uh, P Paul Silvio. I mean, Sal Silvio, all those guys, man. And they just became, uh, it was like, I seen them all the time. So mm-hmm. it just became, I just started mentoring them and just talking yeah. to them and hanging out with them. It became fun. And so then seeing them now growing up and I'm just like, dang, yeah, look at y'all. So it's de- definitely rewarding. Oh yeah. They used to ask me for my gloves. Mm-hmm. I was like, can't get my gloves. <laughs> and then one day I just buckled up and it's just like, man, here, yeah. I, I ain't playing no more. You can have one. Yeah. It's gotta be rewarding for a coach to see a player develop, not just in sports. Cause right. Going big is rare oh, not yeah. everybody does it oh, yeah. but when coaches come across a player from high school yeah 10 years down the road and that that girl or guy's successful and yeah having a good life and you just know the coaches are like yeah all right it was so cool i, I went to the uh liberty versus um park hill mm-hmm. and Devin, I coached him at the Wolverines, and then Clay, I coached him at the Wolverines, and they both were at this. They they both played. Uh, one played at Liberty, and the other one played at Park Hill, and they was there watching the game. And so I was just like, "Look at y'all, man!" They Did like, you have yeah. Coach Nesbaum? Yep, basketball, basketball. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, he was there. He wasn't my coach, but he was oh. there. Uh, I was on playing JV, so I had uh, who's the Sturts, coach? Sturts, Sturts, yeah, yeah, and Coach Vickers, yeah. yeah. Nesbaum. How long? When did he leave after? As soon as, the, as, soon as they want to stay. <laughs> with um, uh, Nick Fleming. Yep. Yep. Nick. Yep. Rowan. All yep. those guys. It's a beast yeah. of a team. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had. He was a good coach. Oh, he wasn't. I didn't say he wasn't. I'm just saying he had a great team. <laughs> well, he did, he did have a phenomenal a team. team. I, okay, I, he was a great coach. But they also coached themselves, too. So there was times where Nick would see stuff and he would coach. There was stuff when okay. Rowan see stuff, he would coach. So there was they were they were inside coaches as well. Yeah. And so That's like a – you see that with, right, if we want to go big time, Kobe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kobe does that. Yep. Because Kobe studies the game as much or more yeah. than any head coach that was ever out there. Yep. And he would – I mean, he studied every player. Yep. 
He studied every offense. Yeah. Um, and he figured it out. And yep. so he could be that in-game coach. Yep. So they were so they were really talented. They that's what that's what they would do. And sometimes they would run their own their yeah. their own plays. I mean, they, them dudes control practice, man. They, yeah. they, we would be doing stuff and they would be controlling practice. Sure enough. Be like, oh my gosh. It was right cool. on. It was cool. Awesome, man. Any big things coming up? Bonfire. Yeah. <laughs> Bonfire. Clay. You got the uh barbecue this weekend. Ooh. I didn't get Ooh, invited who's to that. Barbecuing? The uh, American Royal Barbecue. Oh. Uh, Weston Apple Fest I'm going to on Sunday. Yeah, me too. Nice. Be there Sunday. It's a pretty good time. Lots of apples. Been. I don't know. I just walk around. It's a good time. You go for the tractor show? You got to go for the tractor. I just go during the day, hit up the vendors, check out the food trucks. Tractor go parade ch- in the morning. Check out the cigar shop or whatever. Maybe Downstairs. down there. Yeah, that thing's sweet. It is cool. You walk in there and they got the tobacco leaves. And oh, yeah. Making cigars is pretty cool. All sorts of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I already missed the fall festival. That was this weekend. Hey. Oh, I did do the fall fest. Yeah, that was this weekend. Yeah, walked around. Kettle corn. Did you go to the... Uh, I ain't riding no rides anymore. <laughs> Not after last year. Did you go to the Plaza Art Fair? Mm-mm. I saw you went to that. It's always fun. Yeah. This is the best time. This is when festivals it's start perfect happening. perfect weather, too. This is when all the cool stuff starts happening yep. outdoors. Uh, Jesse James Festival. Did you go to that? Uh-oh. Nope. Whatever. October's booked, though. I got birthday. You got birthday? Yeah, My birthday. birthday's in My October. birthday. When's that? October 18th? 16th. Nice try. We got Apple Fest. 10, 18, what? I got... 54? A work Halloween party. I got the bonfire. The bonfire. All sorts of stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm booked up. Nice. Brian yep. called me. He said, uh, what are you doing? Whatever his birthday is. So what are you doing uh, whatever day that is? And I said, I don't know why. He's like, you going to have a birthday party for me? <laughs> he wants in you to host. <laughs> he said, in that barn, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> barn right. burner. Hell yeah, man. So, yeah. Good stuff. Yes, sir. That's all I got. I ran into uh, Randy Pogue at Fall Fest. I ran into him all the time. And uh, I said, you still want to come on? So, Oh. <laughs> Once come on. We got to get that room before, so we uh, have a fridge for him. Before uh, re-election. He's the mayor in Kearney, so pretty neat. Give like a when's his, you know, perspective when's the election? on like, because I just, you know, unless you are in like a political spot, like, right, playing both sides, and how do you, you know, I want to ask some good questions. He said he'd come on, and the election will be November, so we need to get him on. He said whenever. Gotta get that room. He goes, when you can't find anybody else, just holler. I mean, I'm like, no, not like that. <laughs> Come on whenever. But we might do it. Maybe he's got spot. a spot. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I don't know. They still got mayor's house. <laughs> Office. We'll do it somewhere. Yeah. But that'll be cool. Get some perspective on, you know, running a campaign and, you know, how you don't do how's that. that work? He doesn't do that. He did. When he ran for election, he don't do that stuff. He got, he got foot soldiers that do that. Well, Ooh. probably now, 
But he went door to door. Yes, you yeah. do, bro. He went door, door, to door. He did yeah, though. Foot soldiers. But he went door to door his first term. Bro, you got foot soldiers. Yeah, so I want to know. I don't. I just want to know how you don't. It, you know, he do. I always thought about. We joke at work. I'm like, man, I'd like to run for city council. Do it, Liberty. Oh, Liberty. Well, yeah. <laughs> what do you think? You gotta be high up there to do that. No. Why not? Anybody can run. You just gotta get voted in. Do you live in Liberty? Yeah. yeah. City limits, Liberty. I live by the hospital, yeah, Clay. Bro. You oh, drove by my house. Shit. I thought that was Kansas City. No, what? He's in, he's in there. Who knows? You want to change stuff? Yeah, but I want. Yeah, we they have him on. I want to see how much he's changing because I think you can only you, you got a wall. Well, that's call. Let's have him on next week. But that's what I'm saying. Maybe I want to we'll get him on next. Week. I want to know if you can get past that wall. Yeah, I'll call him. That's we'll a good Randy question. On next week, I know. Because you know there's both sides, and it's like, how do you? Because I think they like, this is what, hey, sit down. This is what we about to do. Yeah. Sign. How many people come to you and go, hey, this yeah. is what we want to do. None. This is how much money I got. Yeah. I'll put it towards Randy. your campaign. Yeah. Pogue. Yeah. Yep. So Randy. I told him I'd message him. But How about next week, Randy? Just got to find a spot. All right. That's does, he it. Li- does he listen? I don't know. Oh. He was walking through Fall Fest, so. All right, people. All right. We'll see you later. Going to be great. Let's get it. No, we already got it. Well, you're going to get it. Yeah. Here you go. I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsomer. Walk around smelling like a come up in the answer for her problems, but I'm not him. I don't mind it, though. You don't like me how you think you do, I like it though I know I'm fine, but the money makes me handsomer Walk around smelling like a come up in the answer for her problems But I'm not him, I don't mind it though